I hope you've worked in to the narrative sirens and also people speeding up and down the street, but specifically sirens. That's probably going to happen a lot. Yeah, no, um, I think uh, I think we could find a way to justify <laughs> a couple like tree trees in this universe sound like sirens. <laughs> okay. Like you're just in a forest when that happens. Oh, yeah. wait, do they like scream when they get cut down? Is that what's yeah. happening? I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, so then Christmas is even more horrifying. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, <laughs> my understanding is the whole goal of this is to make it extremely unpleasant. Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what listeners want. Uh, <laughs> they they lie and say they want a good product, but they actually want to be uh, edged, basically, oh, with uh, almost getting good content. And then right before they get there, uh, we proverbially stomp on their nuts to keep them from actually getting what they want. So, so what you're saying is this podcast is digital audio cock and ball cuckolding torture. <laughs> Yeah, I think that I think that's pretty much. Am I wrong in that? I think we should just change the, the description. No, I just want I just wanted to get it down in words. I think Dan just let us know what's in his internet search history. <laughs> uh, hey guys, uh, my name's Chris, and we're gonna be doing a one shot here. And you've heard all these other voices that you're probably like, "Who's that?" And this would be a fantastic time to uh, everybody to introduce themselves. So, who would like to go first? Uh. I am Brennan, uh, better known as Glock3BB. And where do people find you, Glock? Uh, nowhere right now. Nowhere? What? Come on. <laughs> what do you mean, betterly known as? <laughs> do not find me. Hey, uh, I'm uh, so-and-so. You don't know me, but that's who I am. Yeah, great. <laughs> Good job. They might recognize me from the few occasions that i've appeared on weekly manga recap but otherwise none of your listeners are going to recognize me i guarantee you that. you were mcnuggets on the last episode of dice oh, funk season six okay <laughs> i'll admit that i did forget about that See? i did forget about uh, the that. audience loves you yeah <laughs> yep okay they've been waiting for your comeback uh, i've read some pretty nasty slash fiction about mcnuggets see i just blame chris because he never forwarded those lovely messages on to me all right, are we, are we on to the second introduction now? <laughs> no. Yeah. Yes, little Dan. Who are you? <laughs> Hi, I'm Dan. Better known as, I guess, little Dan. That won't make sense for anyone else outside of the Fred circle, but there you go. Oh, man, I really want to know. I'm from I New was... Jersey. Next. <laughs> I was thinking it had something to do with your character, but I'll g- I guess not. <laughs> and so there's no. more to little Dan. <laughs> No, there were two Dans, and there was one who was big and one who was little, and this is little Dan. All right. Part of it was also, I was like, what, 16 when you met me? I mean, when you say it like that, it sounds <laughs> uh, untoward. You were you were a tiny nerd when I met you, and now you have blossomed into a uh, wildebeest uh, of... Yeah, that's fine, too. Yeah, I'm interested. It's also little Dan. It's not little Dan. So maybe one day you're going to evolve... You'll be, you'll be dropping an album, a 2020 album, everybody hiding in their house. Anyway, I'm Joa, and I might be better known as Pussy Full of Wasps, which I'm okay with that on Twitter. I, I don't think you should be. You should see a doctor. <laughs> no, I, I'm okay with it. Maybe you shouldn't be okay with it or anyone else in my vicinity. Um, okay, I don't have health insurance, so seeing a doctor... Not an option. Donna, you're not special. <laughs> yeah, damn. Um, and 
I also read the credits for Dice Funk, so some people know me from there, and also just being real good friends with Lauren and now partnered with Austin, which is why y'all see me showing up here as Austin, because I'm just recording where he usually records. Yeah, because you two are one and the same. and um... We're actually the exact same person. Yeah, the lines between where one of you ends and begins have begun blurrier and blurrier to me. So that's really it's getting difficult. Yeah, I pro- again, I should see a doctor, but I also I also don't have insurance, so I also cannot see a doctor for this issue. But that's fine. I'm sure it'll work itself out until everyone is just one person to you. Yeah, you're just all eventually it's like the end of Evangelion. Yeah, eventually you all just become featureless blobs to me that I recognize only with the proximity gen- the, generally there toward to me. So you over there by the car and you over there with the coffee. Things like that. Is this the part where I explain my issues with the penises and cyberpunk? Yeah, you, you, had, a, you had a thought. Uh, you got to get this out there because I feel like this is going to be lingering tension on the podcast until then. So so I have almost already uh, 100% at cyberpunk, at least in all the side stories and shit. Uh, before doing like the fifth main quest. Anyway, uh, so there is there are multiple penis and genital options in Cyberpunk. Uh, you you can have a cut, uncut, medium, small, large, etc. But they're and they 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 flop around when your pants are off. There is not a single scene in the game that I'm aware of, including the the sex scenes, where you can actually see anyone's dick. So I'm not entirely sure you why. You sound they really went disappointed. <laughs> well, they, I I feel bad for the programmers who get told, okay, you're gonna have to put man hours into fixing this uh, instead of doing anything else. It's like when uh, Red Dead Redemption announced, yeah, uh, our horses' testicles get smaller when you go into cold areas. All right, yeah, you did it. Why? I did not notice that. I played many many hours. I dedicated a good portion of my life to Red Dead. Well, well clearly two. you weren't looking at the important things. What, were the balls in that one shrinking? I didn't notice. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yes, that's that was their new tech that they were bragging about. You're gonna have to go back and play the whole game all over yeah, again. Yeah, I now. really, I, I am. I had my priorities twisted on that one. Also, Austin likes to call it Horse Simulator 2018. <laughs> yeah, they were simulating parts of the horse there. <laughs> also, I named my horse after my cat, so this makes me really uncomfortable. Well, you know, the, you're going to have to play it again because actually the horse ball thing does actually change a lot to the plot and it does create a new context to everything. So, okay. Follow along. Okay. Hey, everybody. We're going to be doing uh, a one shot here today for the holiday season. And I asked all my good friends here and little Dan to join me. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, we are going to be doing a one shot that I have uh, titled Kill Frosty where you guys are going to be attempting to stop a murderous killer Frosty the Snowman monster uh, and with it, hopefully, save the holiday season for everybody. Um, But before we can even get into any of that, we have to know who you all are playing. So who would like to tell us a little bit about their character first before we jump into things? Well, what I'm really curious about is I already know Dan is little, but Brennan, are you little? Uh, I would not classify myself as little. Oh, piece of shit. There go your kneecaps, man. <laughs> so 
I am playing the human ranger Ariolf. He is the greatest hunter in the world. A lot. He basically just roams around the land, finding the biggest, scariest monsters that he can, and kills them with his partner Ors, the polar bear, who loves drinking a caffeinated beverages. Mm. Does that not stunt the growth of the bear? No. Oh, okay, that's good. Wait, does caffeine stunt growth? Wait, I'm sorry, is the bear drinking the coffee or not coffee, Dan? <laughs> it the, it's a polar bear drinking a caffeinated beverage. Does the reference just go completely <laughs> over your head? I actually didn't Brandon, catch that. We're not going to get DFCA for say Coca-Cola. We're already it's like just a few minutes in and we're already trying to get sponsorships for this one shot. <laughs> just throw it in there. Coca-Cola, whoever's listening, hefty trash bags. Um, <laughs> hefty trash bags. Rockstar, yeah. I already shilled your game. I've got a Red Bull right here. Oh, good. Red Bull. I think that's also Coke, but still, yeah, somebody give us money, right? Yeah. Well, you have to get to the real sponsors now, brought to you by Raid Shadow Legends. Mm. With over 400 champions, you never know what you could get to get. Enter code DICEFUNK for 500 gold bullions or something. Though recently the big fad I've seen on YouTube is AFK Arena. Away from keyboard? Which does not know how to advertise itself pretty well. Because like their entire advertisement is like, it's a game you don't have to play. And it's like, okay, I'm already doing that. Thank you. You know, you say that I, I played AFK Arena off and on for like six months. So. Oh, God, Chris. <laughs> I have a lot of downtime. Lil Dan, why don't you tell us about your character? Uh, all right. I'm playing uh, uh, Gorbo Gutta Slump, owner of Gorbo Gutta Slump's toy dumpster. Gorbo Gutta Slump <laughs> is a goblin artificer uh, who builds all sorts of shitty little toys for the kids and boys. Uh, and of course, he's quite upset that there is a killer snowman on the loose, because if people are dead, they're not buying his things. Now, he can steal off their corpses, but that's a one-time investment of cash, as opposed to continuous injections over the years to come. Mm. And, uh, you said you're a goblin artificer? That is correct. That's fantastic. I love it. I love this character. Is that is that the character's voice, or did you get... Like, did you channel somebody for that moment? You <laughs> just got real excited. Uh, I, I reached deep down and found Gorbo inside my heart. Uh, took it took it right from people I've met in New Jersey and just uh, injected it right out there. Do you meet a lot of uh, goblins in New Jersey? <laughs> Apparently. I mean, he is a goblin from New Jersey. I was Jersey. born and raised in a literal toxic waste of. What do you think? <laughs> Who do you think invented all the jug handles? Goblins. Also, I've been told since moving to Pennsylvania that I'm only supposed to call it Jersey. Is that not a thing that people in Jersey say? No one gives a fuck. Okay. <laughs> no, no one cares about anything. So, Joa here playing Ollie, a level six rogue, a gnome. I'm also tiny, which is why Gorbel and I get along, right? We're talking about bus. Yeah, it's, it's, it's shorty. So, well, I don't say get along, but it's short people <laughs> solidarity. At least my kneecaps are safe for now. There's no promises, there. but for now, yeah. No promises um and so my alignment i put chaotic cute and i i <laughs> i have that i am um, i used to be frosty's friend i've got this penchant for liking bad things um he was my bud and now i'm out for him i'm out for his nose mm. i've got a petty <gasps> baggage 
that I'm carrying with me. And I've got short green hair and plus 20 points, right, Chris? Yeah, well, because uh, your character sheet that you passed to me used uh, Zoro from One Piece as the character's appearance. So you do have plus 20 cool points that you can use at some point in this campaign because you used a One Piece character as your, your model. And it's just, I don't make the rules. It's just how it is, you know? Hell, yeah. You got to work the system. I used a Vinland Saga character. What does that get me? You get plus six cool points for that. Vinland Saga is pretty dope. Now, if you had used the lost character, though, you would have gotten plus 100 points. Oh, shit. The lost character, Ariel. has a little plastic dinosaur mouth with googly eyes on it. What does that get me? <laughs> Nothing. If you had used the Golden Girls character, you would have infinite cool points. You could do whatever you want. You could surfboard across the, the world. I would just give you everything <laughs> at that point. So we have Ollie, the Nomra rogue. Glorbo Gutter Slump, the Goblin Artificer, and I, I missed Brennan's character's name as I was writing them down. I literally just said it. I wrote down Airwolf, like two words, Airwolf. Airwolf. Well, clearly, uh, two people were much more rememberable over here. <laughs> no, yeah. I heard Airwolf, and I think I got it confused. I have bad <laughs> ADD. I'm sorry. We just have them for the Coke sponsorship. Airwolf, like, Airwolf is a rejected Mega Man's uh, robot master boss. But Airwolf is a pretty sweet name. And I know, Chris, from your review of Vinland Saga, that you are horrible at pronouncing Swedish slash Nordic names. So, yes, Airwolf, fine. Turns out everything in that general region, German names, I don't pronounce them in Black Clover, so I just give characters new names now, and people have to learn to understand who I'm talking about now. It's pretty sweet. So there we go. We have our adventurers here, and you guys have been gathered together by the mayor of this town, Mayor Richmond, who is contracting you all for your aid in killing Frosty. So you are inside his office as he just says, Rawr! You all here are the best of the best when it comes to hunting I here. And I am imploring upon you to take care of this most fiendish of creature before he wrecks any more disasters upon us. And especially in these times so close to the holiday season. I love it. But is he like petting a moose right now? Maybe carrying a hammer? No, he's very different than that. Stop. <laughs> he's not He's not the same as another character. As long as he doesn't support cops, I'm with him. Mayor Richmond. Yeah. No. He, well, absolutely he does, because he is a bad person. <laughs> he oh. is very interested, you know, in uh, his upcoming holiday festival that the town holds. And that in that scenario... He stands to lose a lot of money if that festival doesn't happen, which is why he wants Frosty done. Chris, did we just get hired to assassinate a snowman who's just minding his own business? Uh, well, give me a, give me a history check there, uh, Airwolf. Would you consider... Oh, no, I don't think... No, never mind. That was something else that I was looking at that I didn't end up taking. So this is just a regular... <laughs> Plus zero. We're already trying to manipulate the DM. <laughs> this is the first uh, roll, and it's just history. I think this is how you do it. It's been a while since I've used roll 20. Hey, five. I'm hey, guessing that doesn't Five is all you need. You have heard recently that this giant frosty, this giant snowman golem-like creature has been wreaking havoc in the general area up north around here, and he is considered 
a dangerous individual. Okay. So there is actual, I guess, loss of life as a result of this this killer frosty snowman creature. Okay. I think when you look at me, you can tell, like my character sheet says, I like to bite and steal. I don't look like maybe a trusted person, <laughs> but I think he's desperate for anybody. I'm just kind of stroking my my. Lo- I didn't talk about my weapons. I got pointy things. Yeah, tell us about your pointy things. So as a rogue, I get a rapier and two little knives. So I have flavored them as a reindeer antler as my rapier mm. and pointy candy canes, which sometimes I'm just sucking on them. These are my pointy candy canes. And I'm going to stab someone. They might get bloody. Who knows? Um, yeah, and then I was thinking it's kind of unscrupulous to have reindeer antlers. And she likes that it's a little questionable. But at the same time, I Googled it. They just fall off. Did you yeah, guys I was gonna know say, that? Don't they, yeah. don't they shed antlers? I don't, I'm from the South. I don't know these things. Uh, technically, based off of real reindeer, all, uh, all of Santa's reindeer would be female because they keep theirs longer during the winter. They do. Yeah, I read that too. Mm. Also, if it's a reindeer antler, I'm pretty sure it's as big, if not bigger, than you. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, you broke, you could break it in half and then you could have two. That way, you know, one there for each hand. <laughs> I'm just dragging it behind me. <laughs> I did, yeah. I, I have down that I'm three foot three, so it's smaller than that. Ah, damn, three foot four. Just slightly better than you. <laughs> Guess who's not little Dan anymore? So much for short person solidarity. Well, I just need her to know I am just a little bit better than her. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, Gorbo Gutterslump uh, stands to lose a lot if uh, Frosty murders everyone this holiday season. Because uh, he, Gorbo sells a lot of stuff during the, uh, during the festival. Hawks a lot of tchotchkes. And currently his plans to sell a little shitty little action figures of Frosty the Snowman uh, to the to the little girls and boys out there, and he can't do that if they're dead. It's bad so, for business. Bad, it's bad for business. Yeah. And someone's gonna buy the carrot nose. Like it's just money. It's just it's money. There's there's money on the table. Yes, we all have money to potentially lose here. You understand? He's <laughs> <laughs> shivering. So I'm just stroking my candy cane, knick, knocking my knee back and forth, and wondering. What's in it for us? Well, it'd be, of course, monetary compensation. Of course, that, that's all contingent upon whether or not the actual festival happens. Without that, there'd be no money to give. And also the glory of killing such a magnificent creature. Yes, sure, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever, what he said. <laughs> I've never killed a snowman before. I can't imagine it's too hard. Shoot a lot of arrows into it, right? We shall see. If not, I shall have Ors eat him. Yeah, we should probably ask some questions about that. But, you know, I'm already all in because my my magnum opus is to get that nose. So I'm going to lean forward, both legs on the ground, kind of look around the room and be like, I'm in. As long as I get that that nose. Everybody understand? Yes, of course you may have the nose. (laughs) I don't... Like kind of stuttering, like... uh, uh. (laughs) Well, now, hold on a second. How much is this nose worth here? Gorble suddenly thinks this might be valuable and is now interested. Because, you know, magical snowman knows. So that to a chef for a large amount of money. Dibs on the corncob pipe. 
someone's trying to eat it. This is about this is about this is about personal adornment. And you know, I hear you're in it for the gold. You get my share. How about that? Uh, deal. All right. I spit in my hand. Hold it out. It's not the pandemic in this universe. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. <laughs> Actually, sadly, Gorbo is patient zero. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, Coughs no. into his hand and shakes yours. And all of the all of the children's toys that are going out. No. This just took a really well, dark turn. Gorbo does use a lot of a uh, lot of terrible labor from overseas. So, you know. Oh dear. Now we have to end the whole show. We have to stop it now. <laughs> It got bad. Uh, it got you, bad I believe, <laughs> Dan, I believe I, I heard you asking what the mayor looks like. Yeah, because I'm getting the a sort of vision of him that he might be kind of like a, a Pillsbury like dough container that's kind of ruptured <laughs> and leaking out. Uh, so the mayor is a Luxodon, which if you don't know, is actually a Magic the Gathering race, I believe, first that they imported into D&D. They're essentially the elephant folk. So it is sort of an elephant humanoid creature, very uh, rotund, uh, it has these long kind of flappy cheeks, almost like a bulldog, and uh, is wearing just the, the spiffiest suit you've ever seen. A Republican. This is making more sense now. <laughs> <laughs> Never hunted one of them before either. How dare you? And you shan't! So where's, where's this giant snowman right now? <laughs> hey, Gorbel, I know a good seller who can get you a good deal on ivory. Oh, no. Well, now, hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, now. If you don't have any other important questions for me, I'm a very, very busy elephant. <laughs> wait, wait, did that elephant just neigh? <laughs> That's the sound elephants make. Right? Not- <laughs> they go like. <laughs> I think you've never met an elephant, Chris. Oh, have you met an elephant? I have, actually. Well, fuck me, I guess. Yeah, her name was Sujana. Oh. Well, I met a cafe bar once and we were best friends. So oh, there's shit. that. Yeah. That's amazing. Did you just make that up? No, that was a real thing. I oh found a uh, found a capybara once, and we we hung out. Wait, what kind of sound does a capybara make? Because you don't know about an elephant, clearly. <laughs> but none. They 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 just chill. They just vibe. Okay. They kind of pick up the ambient energy in the surrounding area, and that's the sound they emit. They they get to choose the music that plays in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's always lo-fi hip hop sounds to study and relax to. <laughs> okay. Um. So I feel like Mayor Richmond is not going to be any help like i'm pretty much done already like looking around the room for maybe something i could take with me um so those are those are actually so there's one thing you guys might want to do which would be to roll a perception check but if you're looking to also uh swipe something from the mayor you absolutely can okay so i want to i want to perceive what i can swipe well actually just give me just give me a sleight of hand check okay i'm good on that plus eight that's my expertise. Plus eight. I, I have expertise. Oof. I have uh, sleight of hand, acrobatics, and stealth. 21. That is... I love that plus eight. That is very good. What would you like to take from this office? Hmm. Okay, so he's really annoying me. So I think I just want it to be something valuable to him and that he'll miss and he can't replace. And what, what do you think he would miss? So that reminds me of the Mulaney joke. 
about the portrait of his dead grandmother. <laughs> he just collects like personal items and has a little side room where he, he saves all of them. Um, I don't know what 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 little trinket does he have here? What does he have on his desk that I might like? He actually does have a very fancy nameplate, Mayor Richmond. Yeah. And it's like engraved. It's not one of those nameplates where you slide it out. He int- he intends to be the mayor forever. Looks heavy. So you're 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 just ta- oh it's it's it you could kill a man with it. Oh yeah. Or I might be able to pawn it off to Gorble later. All right, I'm taking it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Add a uh, mayor nameplate into your inventory. <laughs> Oh, I can I can see how this plays out now. I'm gonna have to sell it back to him for a profit. <laughs> <laughs> uh yes, and then everybody roll me a perception check. Ah, oh, twelve. Uh twelve. Uh the, wow. Okay, so those are actually very good numbers. Uh so you guys could kind of notice as you're in this room, there is uh a small child kind of peeking into the room watching your conversation. And once you begin to pick up on uh, the child's presence, they run away. Was this child also a elephant? No, it was. Uh, a, a, it was actually very difficult to discern much about the child uh, from where they were, because their face looked like it was covered in like dirt and smudge. Oh, interesting. Ah, a prime customer. Uh- <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so a couple things here. Shorty solidarity, distrust of Mayor Richmond. I'm done. I took what I needed. I stand up. Well, I think we're done here. And uh, hold, hold on one moment. Uh, where is the snowman exactly right now? I'm not your job to figure out. All right, fuck this. Let's I roll my eyes. This guy's useless. <laughs> what What am I paying you for if not to do all the work? I'm already just inching out the door. Not getting paid yet. You know, maybe I'll try to steal something too. What else is <laughs> give, give me a, uh, a sleight of hand check. All right, I also have a plus seven. Oh hell yeah! Why are you all? Why are you all thieves? <laughs> How dare! His thieving done. It's 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 pretty cunning because right, it's on a he's a capitalist, so it's on a massive scale that his fee, his thieving is happening. He's yes. he's exploiting people's labor and stealing from them hourly. Mm. Mm. So who's the real thief in all this? Is what you're saying? Uh, what'd you roll, Dan? I got a twelve. A twelve is very good. It's not it's not great. But it is still pretty good. You absolutely could swipe something off the desk, but it has to be something that would fit easily into a pocket. Okay. Um, let's see. I don't think he would care if I took like a picture of his wife and kids. <laughs> I don't think he I, even I, has I, one. I think he probably has like a fame, a framed portrait of his bank account statement, maybe or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's his most prized possession. That might be good for you to know about. <laughs> Uh, does he maybe have like a, a pair of scissors he uses to cut open uh, cheap ribbons in, fr- in front of a, like yes. a, a mall opening? I'm going to take those. There's a very fancy ceremonial pair of scissors used to cut open ribbons. They're even it's even monogrammed with uh, M M R on it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take those. M for mayor. Yes. <laughs> like Chris it's said, it's his first name. It's a, it's a his, it, he role. changed it to show his dedication to the lifestyle. Yeah, like Chris said, he's going to be mayor for life. Yeah. Uh, Airwolf, do you have anything you would like to do uh, before you say goodbye to Mayor Richmond? Would you also like to steal? Yeah, if you want to steal, you should probably just commission me to do it. Hey, hey, hey. 
I have a decent dex. I can do it myself, <laughs> but I won't. Because I am an honorable hunter, unlike these thieves I am pairing with. And what about your Coca-Cola uh, polar bear? Oh, he's just sitting in the corner, downing can after can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's like a bunch of cans. It's not like a real problem. He's just drinking like seven cans an hour. Yeah, see, for him, Coca-Cola is basically alcohol. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, like he gets drunk like apples to Ryuk? Yes, this is how okay. we keep him calm and sedated. So this is like a real sick-looking bear. So this is animal abuse. <laughs> It's his choice. I tried to stop him. Okay, so he's an adult horse. He, he can. Yeah. yeah, you can only do so God. much. This is like a, a zoo in a third world country where the monkeys have learned how to smoke. I just like the idea that Ors is constantly going on sugar highs and then sugar crashes. Like this polar bear suddenly <laughs> has like a dearth of energy and then it's all gone immediately. Like it's really hard to know when when uh, poor Ors is going to be able to like have the energy to do things. Maybe he can have a little camelback. Yeah. He needs a boost. He can just actually just. What if he moves eventually? He's going to go straight to the syrup. I had a friend of mine who was telling me that he used to work in an office. He would drink like four cans of Jolt Cola a day, like on the drive into work. And then when he got to work, it used to be one of those soda machines where it would dispense a cup, dispense syrup, and dispense the seltzer water. And he oh, would hit no. the Coke. He would let it dispense the syrup. They'd pull the cup away and let the water go down. And then he'd just keep doing it and just get four servings of syrup and just down that. <laughs> no. <laughs> And I, I legitimately, I don't know how he continues to live to this day. I don't. I've got a, I've got a friend who does something similar. Uh, I once saw him drink four Red Bulls in one day, and then go to Starbucks. And Starbucks for a while was selling this like ultra coffee thing that they were only allowed to sell you one of per day, which was like the equivalent caffeine of like four cups of coffee. And he proceeded to drink that, and then go back to drinking more Red Bull. Y'all need to PSA for your friends. There's this thing called cardiac arrest. And it can happen to people. Please. It's going to be real tragic when my polar bear has a heart attack right as we're winning this fight. I'm going to ask Austin. Yeah. <laughs> That's if you botch. He's going to have a heart attack. A loving memory of Orr's died due to cardiac Died due to diabetes. I think we're going to have to ask Austin to cut all this out because this is going to ruin our chances at a sponsorship. Yeah. Caffeine you know, is beautiful. The... Yeah. You should drink oh, seven really? or eight the, a day, the guys. The Coca-Cola is the only thing <laughs> keeping him alive. Yeah, yeah, minimum. If you think about it that way, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you guys uh, have, have done everything in Mayor Richmond's office that you want to do. There's this little kid who went running away, and, you know, you got to try to find them. Do we? I thought we were supposed to find Frosty. I'm very interested. I feel like this kid probably knows a lot more than what's going on than Mayor Richmond. So I don't know if I can do this now, but I do dash. I want to sneak after this kid, but quickly. Okay, absolutely. Are you trying to specifically sneak, like be stealthy? Well, I don't want him to... Yeah, I want him to know okay. I'm coming. Or I don't want him to know I'm coming. Give me a I definitely check. want to... Yeah, I definitely want to... I was going to say capture this kid. That's not what I meant. <laughs> I just wanted to have a talk. A we'll giant we'll butterfly net. I know some people that would pay some good money for a child. Oh, no. Nope, yeah, and nope, I want to get nope. to him before this fucking corporal does. <laughs> 
Um, okay, so yeah, I'm gonna roll something. Yeah, give me a stealth check. Hell yeah. I got 20. Yeah, this kid never sees you coming. Okay. You know, this kid, like, dodges out of the mayor's office, runs a couple corners around town, just gets to an alleyway, and is absolutely certain that that they've lost you. Okay. So I'm just going to pop up in front of him, like, hand underneath my chin, and I get... (laughs) I was going to say, be like, hey there, but I'm really, I'm being really creepy to this kid. First, I talked about capturing. Then I was like, hey there. Um, do you have candy for him? Yes. You do have your candy yeah. cane. <laughs> oh, no, oh, I do yeah, have candy. Does. He's not getting the candy. No, that's for my enemies. Um, so I'm going to say, bet you think we didn't, saw you? we didn't see you back there, kid. Boy! God <laughs> blimey, you caught me red-handed, jeez! <laughs> Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. We're not talking about catching anybody here. I just want to have a little chat. Joe, come give me a heart attack, you has. Now, now, now. Everyone knows that if you have seven to eight caffeine beverages a day, you will definitely stave off a heart attack. No. Oh, I've only had four. I need more today then, right? To promote healthy growth of my bones. <laughs> I'm out here giving giving children advice. All right, that's not why I'm here. Why are you here? <laughs> yeah, well, you you heard overheard us talking to Mayor Richmond over there. I wanna I wanna know what do you know about him? No, I know nothing about no killer Frosty. That's for sure. That sounds like something someone who knows something about killer Frosty might say. No, Oz never heard nothing about no killer frosty and certainly not tied to its origin <laughs> oh shit okay maybe i should have brought no, no, brought my little friends small child uh, i should have uh, <laughs> gorgo is gonna take out a very crusty looking action figure <laughs> uh and and say now uh you it's it's the holiday season and i might be in a giving mood if you have uh, any information on this little here, Frosty the Snowman, I might be able to hook you up with the hottest new toy in the streets. Impress your friends. Oh, coy me, really? Uh, give me a persuasion check. Unless you're not playing on giving him the toy afterwards. No, no. <laughs> the, this is the persuasion that he's not going to question <laughs> the crustiness. Because I am not giving him the toy afterwards. <laughs> you're a monster. <laughs> Glorbrol's the real monster of this campaign. But I also consider just playing the Grinch who stole Christmas. I feel like you're also going to offer him a job after this. Uh, I got a 22. Oh, that's a very good score. Uh, yeah, this kid's like, boy, I really, I could really use a new action figure on account of not having much money of my own and being alone. All right, I'll make the deal. All right, well, uh, tell me what you know about that there Frosty then, kid. Well, my name's Little Whiskers is my name. Don't wear it out. And the other day, well, I was really lonely. My father, he's not going to be home for the holidays. Doesn't want to be around me or is busy with his job. And I was... Understandable. I was (laughs) round the forest and I found a hat that looked right magical, it did. 
So I decided that I would put that hat in on a snowman and make it me friend. I would, I would. But then it turned into a giant monster and started rampaging. Oh, God. So this is all Big Whiskers' fault is what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah, me dad. Mr. Absent is his name. <laughs> well, I don't know, Mr. Absent sounds like a hard worker. <laughs> My kind of guy. Out of curiosity, the last time he, he you saw him, did he say he was going to buy cigarettes? No, he goes to work, but he has to work all the the Christmas day, the holiday days. He has to work all of them. He's not even going to be at the big holiday celebration because he's too busy setting it all up. Got to make sure that the the penises are. Uh, Oh, no, we let him go for too long. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is we our like, punishment. We let Chris vamp for too long, of course. <laughs> uh, is, is, does this kid look in any way that would cause him to be named Little Whiskers? <laughs> nah, his face is all smudged up and some shit. I don't know. Probably I was just like say, maybe he can fit into tight spaces or something. Like, I was wondering, is this like a cat boy? What's going on? <laughs> does he have a bum leg? Uh, his one leg's a little off, you know. Uh-huh, I see. Not a bum leg, you know. Just a little, a little hurt. He's a little, little, t- little small, you want? Brennan, you're asking a lot of weird questions. <laughs> well, I'm just, I was just asking that. So, you say he's little, as you'd say he was tiny. With you a know, bum leg. Uh, it's something you could throw out there, potentially. With a dad who has to work at the holidays because of his mean boss. I mean... I'm not sure. I'm not sure where this question line is leaning, Brennan. I now now let me let me ask a question. Uh, by any chance, does Mister Absu work at uh, Gorbo's toy dumpster? <laughs> <laughs> he does now. <laughs> is Gorbo going to get a visit from the ghosts of pe- the past, present, and future? He might get a visit from something very soon. <laughs> well, uh, now, small child. Uh, where would, did you last see this snowman? Oh, well, it's gone out smashing up all the places that my dad usually goes to. Wait a minute. Your dad works for me, and he's usually at the place I work at. <laughs> this is more important than anything I've ever dealt with before. It looks like you guys might have a lead right now. You gotta go find, <laughs> what is it, Glorbo Gutter Slump's toy... Dumpster factory or something? <laughs> dumpster factory. <laughs> a toy dumpster. That is, cor- that is correct. Okay, but the carrot on this fellow. Yes, I found a carrot. I put it on the snowman. We're talking three inches, four inches. Oh, much larger than that. Five inches. Haven't you ever seen <laughs> the snowman? Does, does it shrink when it gets cold? <laughs> okay, we're leaving. Only, we gotta go. <laughs> only if you look at me close there. <laughs> Oh, this child. All right, I'm just, I'm just gonna leave before the kid tries to ask me about the toy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal. I'm gonna. Can I slide a hand to yoink a, a one another crusty toy out of Gorbel's pocket? You can attempt that. I guess that's what a uh, sleight of hand versus a perception check. Twenty-five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So while he's questioning the kid, yeah, I grab one with the intention of. If we're about to walk off, whenever we are, you know, this kid realizes he doesn't have a toy. I'm going to toss him back one. 
Aww. I was going to well, offer the child a job at my factory <laughs> so he could earn his way to a toy. This toy is going to have scribbled on it. Don't work. Don't take the job. <laughs> now, the, Ari, uh, the Ariel didn't a, see that. a brick that has just been wrapped in a... Uh, like rat fur and put two googly eyes glued onto it. <laughs> That's my best friend. Uh, Brennan, you're trying to say something? Yeah. Now, Ariel didn't see her steal that and give it to the kid, so he's going to say, uh, Gorble, I believe you promised this young man a toy. <laughs> Gorble's already running off. He's got to save, <laughs> save his business. Uh, I'm going to draw an arrow and try and pin Gorbel to the ground. Ooh. All right. Give me a, give me, give me a fire an arrow for me. Let's roll an attack roll. Hey, 22. <laughs> All right. Gorbel has been pinned to the ground for a moment. Oh, what the hell are you doing? I got to go save my factory. Uh, Ariolf is going to motion towards Ors, who's going to uh, leap forward and basically sit on Gorbel. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just going to suffocate me. <laughs> and then Ariel is going to walk up, uh, reach down and grab one of the, grab a toy out of his pack, and then take it back to the kid. Oh, thanks there, mister. I ain't ever had a real Christmas present before. I'll just dock it out of his father's pay. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> you're, you're truly the real enemy of this campaign. <laughs> Look, I know what I'm about. Uh, so, you guys have this freedom now. You can go where you would like. Uh, I need to go make sure my uh, toy dumpster's okay. Is everyone going to go with Glorbol then? Yes. I will yeah. unpin Glorbol. Well, I'll tell Oris to stand up and then unpin Glorbol. Okay. It smells like syrup. <laughs> so, uh, Dan, how about you describe to us what Glorbol Glutter Slump's toy dumpster factory looks like? <laughs> okay, well, the, the front of the building is where, where all the sales uh, happen. And it's kind of like, uh, like, uh, uh it, it, you ever see like one of those really fancy toy stores? Uh, take that and then like add 50 years of grime and disrepair to it and like really bad upkeep with like duct tape and rope just kind of stapling things in place uh and uh, just just general uh like trash uh, care there's a there's a, a wooden statue of glorbo in the center uh uh the only probably only thing clean in there as it's been uh, slavishly kept clean by his workers uh, under pay, uh, pang of uh, uh, pay docking, uh, there's just bins full of random uh, tchotchkes that have been assembled by low-wage low workers in the back. Uh, lots of pet rock displays uh, of various levels, uh, from shale to basalt. Uh, and yeah, just just a just a wonderful place for any any parent to spend money for their children. Okay. Uh, so do do people like greet you there normally? Are you like a CEO at this company or a family company? Okay, okay. This is this has been in the gutter slump family for for generations, basically. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, as you're there now, there does not seem to be much of a commotion at the moment, but there is um a foreboding feeling in the air. 
Uh, Gutter Slump is going to uh, stroke his chin for a moment and think, well, he's not here yet, but he's probably going to hit here soon. So, we could either start looking around and potentially find him, or we set up a killing field and hit the bastard. <laughs> but that could also potentially damage some of my products. Hmm. I'm open to a Home Alone type booby trap situation. Wait a minute. Frosty's going anywhere that the father went. Maybe we could use him as bait. To <laughs> <laughs> so get a Christmas bonus for that? Horrible. No, I'll think about it. No, this is after hours volunteer. Which means absolutely not. <laughs> You'll get some hazard pay. I think the unsettling feeling in the atmosphere is the carcinogens <laughs> that are airborne. I think that's what I'm getting. Are you guys getting it's, that? It's all the asbestos. <laughs> Uh, it makes you strong. <laughs> it's all the black mold in the walls of the ceiling. Look, I'm doing a health service. The kids get an immunity early on. They're fine later in life. <laughs> really? I should have talked to Dan ahead of time. It just made uh, you the best. Yeah. I mean, this is if I mean, if, if your uh, high school or middle school is any example that's been set for you, Dan, I honestly I don't know if I can blame you. I think I know what the water's like. <laughs> she, she's referring uh, to an incident when I was in uh, middle school where I had to take home a letter that said, don't worry, we know our tap water in the fountains is white. Uh, there is a chemical in the water, but it, it is below, keyword here, the legal limit. <laughs> so this is where he learned how to set the limits for <laughs> his commercial property later in life. <laughs> He's like, a little phosphorus in the water is okay. Yeah, everyone gets a letter to take home. Yeah, you, you put fluoride in the water and people's fine with it. What's wrong with the little cyanide? Ends in eyed. <laughs> That's how science works. And as Dan is fond of pointing out, whenever he, if he ever decides to actually leave his toxic waste dump of a home that is New Jersey, he will shrivel up and die from lack of pollutants. They fuel you at this point. So what would you guys like to do? Are you going to investigate anything, or are you going to try to wait for the Killer Frosty? I I think we should set up a uh, trap by using Mr. Epson. Okay. <laughs> okay, I want to investigate first. Okay, yeah. But absolutely. I'm not going to stop anyone from, you know, punishing this absent father. Okay. Okay. Uh, give me an investigation check, then. I got a plus three. Oof. Oh, I'm not good at investigating. I got a four with a plus three. So oh what my. did you roll? That means I rolled a one. <laughs> so there's a botch on the table. Would anyone else like to help investigate? Uh, you, you know what? If there's a sense of foreboding in his uh, store, he's going to want to investigate it because if he's not causing it, that's a problem. Okay. Like your 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 worker should always have mild, at least a mild sense of dread. <laughs> But not without good reason. Okay. I feel like I'm about to get covered with this. Some black would mold say or a giant killer frosty would be a good reason. I've got a five. Oh, wow! <laughs> <laughs> this whole building's gonna collapse on us. Now, see, let me see if I can continue the trend. Oh, hey! <laughs> I got a nine. That's almost average. So the party fails, and there is also a botch on the table. But Chris, uh, Chris, if you add them all up, 
That's an 18. Are, are we all just leaning against a large snowman right now, looking around like, where could he be? Uh, as much as I would like to give you more, unfortunately, the dice are where they are. So, yes, uh, you guys are kind of figuring out, like, why isn't anybody hanging out here? Uh, kind of unbeknownst, uh, uh, sort, of, sort of forgetting that there is a, a killer rampaging uh, snow golem basically out right now. Uh, and lo and behold, you hear a loud uh, rumbling in the distance as this gigantic snowman begins marching towards the gutter slump factory. Oh, he's scary. He is scary. He is also ginormous. That's like uh, a six inch nose. Yeah. No, that's it's uh, that th that nose would be measured in feet. That is how big this creature is. It is okay. It has the classic frosty hat, uh, two little twig arms, uh, a brown carrot nose that's hooked down, uh, some just regular teeth, and <laughs> like the, a hundred the of them. Really, really getting me is that he it he's not so his face isn't so much made of snow as like really pale skin and it's got wrinkles in it. It's wrinkly. And it's it's just it's just not great to be honest with you. It's, it's pretty bad. He's got wrinkles in teeth. It's very disturbing. <laughs> also, you forgot He to looks mention, like he kind of talks like maybe Gorble talks. To prove that he's really evil, the hat is cocked sideways. That's how you know. All right. Well, so this Frosty is stomping his way over to the factory. And he looks to be on a collision course. So what are you guys going to do? Okay. Uh, how far away is it? Uh, I would say he looks to be maybe like uh, a thousand yards away right now. Hold on. How far is a thousand yards? Did I just do science poorly? <laughs> That's <laughs> over a mile. Feet. So yeah, I don't know if I can see that far. <laughs> oh shit! He's a really big. No, snowman. that's like a half mile. Yeah, that's half fine. A thousand, yeah, I was doing. I was, I was oh, doing math that wrong. Big. I apologize. He, yeah, no, you guys can see him. He is ginormous. He is about a half mile away, but it looks like he's going to get here very, very soon because he is that big. He's just going to stomp um, his way. Well, up. the mayor said that we could just probably stab him with some arrows, but I don't trust anyone with the first name Mayor. So I think I want to roll. What about someone with the last name Richmond? <laughs> yeah, I, none of it. Okay. Um, yeah, I want to roll something, uh, maybe nature. Sure, absolutely. Or wait, wait, wait. He, he, the little whiskers was talking about a magical hat, so I need to know something about magic. So I think Arcana. Yeah. I've got I've got plus six on Arcana. I've got plus three on Nature. So you're just playing the odds here. I like it. There we go. There we go. Twenty five. Twenty five is very good. So you know that snowmen or snow golems are something that can be fought. You know they're not uncommon. They're never as large as this. So in in situations like that, you know that generally fire hurts them. They're you know going to be immune to cold, and they don't really have a circulatory system or, you know, organs or anything like that. So those situations there. Uh, but with the 25, you also know that something this impossibly big from what would be normally like a, a, you know, average six foot, eight foot tall creature or something like that. There is definitely some kind of magic in that hat and almost seems like this is some kind of like 
divine intervention like thing, you know, something that impossibly big. So I guess I'm going to share with everybody. I just what I think, which is we got to get that hat. Mm, you're right. I could sell it for a lot of money. <laughs> oh God! All and right, then have uh, this problem uh, again. <laughs> so this uh, this snowman is gigantic, right? Yes. Uh, Gorbo is going to uh, run around to the the back of his uh, his factory and try to scurry up onto the roof uh, with a ladder because uh, he he has something he can do here. But it'd be easier for him if he's firing roughly at its head as opposed from like the floor level. Uh, he seems like he would be even taller than potentially the roof of this building, but you would be able to get to like the torso from there. Oh, Jesus. Uh, okay. Is there any taller building nearby? Um, sure. We could say that there is. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try to scurry up to the roof of whatever building that would be. Well, okay. So at this point, it'd be a good time for everybody to roll initiative then. So we can let everybody kind of decide what they're going to do here as this creature gets closer and closer. Oh, jeez, I got a 20. 19. Uh, all right, so Ollie, you are first. Hell yeah, I'm going in. I've got, um, so I'm going to flavor this plus eight on acrobatics. That means I know some parkour, right? Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're talking about scaling buildings. Uh-huh. So I'm going to scurry up a building. I'm going to say I don't need a ladder. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need an acrobatics check. <laughs> I'm here you for it. I'm going to do know, it. You know you can't kick away a ladder and I could just give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's actually a ladder right there and I just fucking... <laughs> you, you just punted across the room. Little <laughs> yes. Corvo's on it. <laughs> um, under my breath. I don't want anyone to hear me. I'm just like, parkour, parkour, parkour. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to use my reindeer antler rapier. And first, let's do that acrobatics to see if I can even get to him. 22. You absolutely can. Tell me, explain to me how you do it. There's a bunch of, there's a building in front of you. You got your rapier out. Paint me a picture. Yeah. So he's coming, he's coming toward us. Um, every person for themselves right now. I go a little closer, scurry up the building on the way up. I take the, I take the time to kick away a ladder <laughs> and then keep going. Um, and I kick off the building, flip to s- try to stab him, stab him in the neck. <laughs> I don't think he's got a neck. He does have some area where his head connects to a torso. And I guess anything in between is a neck, right? Yeah, it's more to be able to have something to be on, to be on him so I can grab the hat. Mm. It's kind of like Shadow of Colossus. Like I'm just trying to get up there. And then I'm going to be holding on. It would be lovely if someone wanted to help me. See, Brennan, if if you were also a small person, this could have just been a regular size snowman and we were just very short. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to make it much bigger because Airwolf was uh, that tall. Also, then we could all three somehow maybe like fuse together or stack on top of each other. Austin suggested a trench coat. Oh, damn it. You got to the trench coat before. Me. I mean, there is literally in the new... Uh, ice themed uh module there is a stat block for three kobolds in a trench coat <laughs> so there is a mechanic now in D for this if you if you want it to happen oh my god well why didn't you tell us that then i would have been short i uh, you know i we'll go back in time we'll re-record this destroy this recording we'll start over <laughs> uh 
Is that everything you're gonna do then, Ollie? Oh wait, do I do I attack him? Do I get to do I get to roll? Yeah, you can roll an attack. I wasn't sure if you were ending it there at the jump up or or what. Oh no, I'm I'm doing the stabby stab. Do the stab. I like that you think my <laughs> you obviously see that my my attack is so meaningless that I don't even need to do the roll. I I asked if that you is had what done the impression you just gave me. I asked if you were done everything. And... I did a three. Well, you rolled a D8 as opposed to a, a D20, so... Oh, I was assuming that I hit him because of my sweet acrobatic skills. I mean, you could do that if you want, yeah. <laughs> if you want just to roll damage. I'll mark three damage down. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like I should say thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, Glorbal, it's your turn. <laughs> All right, I pick up the ladder. All right, that's a climb up the building. <laughs> uh, and I am going to now. Glorbo isn't just a, any any uh, artificer; he's an artillerist artificer. Because do you know what children love more than anything else? Uh, guns. Children love guns. It's a known fact. Uh, so he's going to summon his eldritch cannon uh, upon the roof next to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the cannon. It's um. It is a uh, giant facsimile of Glorbo's face with his mouth wide open and the barrel sticking out of it. Uh, and it has uh, four just horrible, uh, realistic goblin feet sticking out of the side so it can walk around. Why? Why, uh, why does it have to have the feet? <laughs> well, that's really creepy. How uh, many feet? Uh, four of them. Okay. Actually, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a note from Discord and, uh, with the luggage. Uh, there's too many feet. <laughs> <Okay>. Just <laughs> however many you consider too many feet to be, too many feet. Okay. Uh, and I am. Going I think I to see use... this, and I jump off. Right, I'm no longer on Frosty. <laughs> uh, and I'm uh, I'm going to command my Eldritch Cannon to use uh, Force Ballista uh, and make a, a ranged spell attack at it. Uh, to try to knock the hat off of it. All right, let's see that attack. I got a 16. Yeah, you can hit the hat now. Whether or not you're actually going to be able to move it is a different situation. This is a gigantic hat at this point. Uh, it, there is built-in push with the Force Ballista, if you'll take that into account at all. Yeah, I, I it, it definitely, you, you, the hat moves. It doesn't go shooting off its head, but it does move it a little bit. So there is that. All right, uh, and I'll end my turn with, uh, I got another ability called Arcane Firearm, where I just turn my uh, staff or wand into a gun. So uh, I, I turn my staff, I take out my gun staff, uh, and uh, yeah, I'm just ready to go for the next round. Let, let Brendan do whatever he does, the polar bear or whatever. Okay, Airwolf. <laughs> okay, so he sees, I apologize, I f- forgot the gnome's name. <laughs> Ollie. Ollie, sorry, I I forgot about. It. So I still got you down as Airwolf. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. that's that's what it's going to be in my sheet at this point. I mean, you two are business asset one and two to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, what does that make ores? Uh, potential illicit food sold to vendor. Emergency rations. He's been marinated in Coca Cola for years. Yeah, potential. Brand, right? Yeah, brand deal. He's cooking up something great. <laughs> and so the origin story of the Coca-Cola polar bear was written. <laughs> Much darker than expected. All right, so 
Airwolf scenes uh, that Ollie is trying to scale up uh, the giant Frosty, and he's going to give her a hand. So I, since I'm level 6, I get two attacks with my bow, and I'm going to aim them basically to start making handholds for her in Frosty. So yeah, they're going to be like just above where she is. Ooh, oh, hell yeah. Very cool. So here's the first shot. Okay, 13 for the first shot. 13 is a miss, unfortunately. Oof. Oh, God. Or I shouldn't say a miss so much. It just seems to get swallowed up by all of the snow because it's a gigantic target. So missing, it's difficult, but it seems hard to get a shot and it doesn't just get kind of crunched in beneath this this mass of snow. <laughs> he uses it to pick his horrible teeth. <laughs> His many, many teeth. Oh, no. His many, many seemingly flat teeth, which is the most horrifying part. Like, that, that's not going to be a pleasant death, getting chewed. Okay, here's the next shot. Ah, there's a 23. That's awesome. Now, that is a hit, good sir. <laughs> I was going to say, if that wasn't, oh, boy. <laughs> Arrow might just need to be walking away from this one. Yeah, you can absolutely uh, lodge that arrow right into the Frosty's neck, shoulder. Yeah, I guess I'm, I'm climb, climbing up his head. Yeah, slowly but surely. And, okay, uh, then he, while he's doing that, he's also going to whistle at um, Ors, and Ors is going to go barreling forward and basically try to stand up on his hind legs and basically try to sumo slam into... The giant frosty. Oh my. Yeah, can we get a size comparison here? How big is a polar bear compared to this? Well, the growth has been stunted due to caffeine. <laughs> enhanced. Enhanced due to enhanced. caffeine. Enhanced. Come on. Enhanced. enhanced. <laughs> right, right. Enhanced. I'm sorry. Well, uh, Google says that the average polar bear. Like 10 feet, right? Yeah, about 8 to 9 feet on its hind legs. And this one's fueled by Coke. Yes. Yeah. So it's even stronger. <laughs> Medically. Well, is he is he currently crashing or on a high? Uh, <laughs> That's what we I, need to know. I feel like that would be a... What cycle of his addiction is he in right now? I feel like that would be a coin flip. <laughs> uh, I, I I feel like it needs to get the uh, like the fire emblem like wavelength thing that the a couple of the games had for like the beast characters. And it's just like sugar crash or sugar high is just what your character's on so let's do a 1d2 <laughs> if it, i don't know if roll 20 can do a 1d2 but let's find out ah oh, sure can uh one he's on a sugar crash two he is blitzed out of his mind hey two there you go he's power of course the power of coca-cola or uh nondescript soda uh, thing would power him up. It's what it does to all of us. Yes. Mm -hmm. He's feeling himself now real hard. I don't like that phrase. Uh, yeah, he stands up on his hind legs and he basically, like I said, yeah, just basically tries to sumo slam into the giant Frosty to stop him. Okay. I'm not sure what the stats for a polar bear would be, but... Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, roll a, a 1d20 plus 5. 19. 
That's very good. So tell me, explain to me how this this polar bear st- attempts to stop this rampaging snow colossus. Well, so he gets up on his hind legs and then lifts one leg, one of his bottom legs up and slams it down onto the ground, lifts the other one up, slams it down onto the ground, tosses some snow at the approaching snowman. <laughs> gets down into race position and then charges forward and like yeah just both hands tries to push back the snowman in a way that defies all logic uh your snowman is actually successful at this and uh, the 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 killer giant frosty is finding itself unable to like move itself forward at all much to it's like great confusion as it's it's so large you would imagine it doesn't even like comprehend things on the ground as being anything more than like obstacles like no more than you would really comprehend like a blade of grass if you were walking through like a lawn or something like that but for some reason somehow one of these blades of grasses has completely immobilized it (laughs) (laughs) coca-cola enjoy (laughs) With the power of Sumo and Coca-Cola, this Frosty will be stopped. Uh, well, it is Killer Frosty's turn now, and it is confused. It is it is absolutely unsure why it can't move forward. And it is also very annoyed because it's got these people on it, and it wants to, it, it wants to get this person off. So it, it's going to try to swat it. Swat it is a word that shouldn't exist. Swat? Swat what? it. Is it SWAT? SWAT sounds like a dirty word. And I don't want to say it anymore. <laughs> I don't want to say it anymore. Uh, the killer snowman is going to, uh, you know, try to scratch basically at itself to, to try to knock you knock you away. So Okay. And he's got little sticks, right? For he's hands? Got, yeah, little sticks for little hands. Little twigs. Little tiny twigs. I like to think that there's there's no bend in the elbow, and he's just kind of there. Just you can't see me right now, but I'm just kind of waving my arm straight out beside me. <laughs> yeah, it's very similar to that. Uh, <laughs> how does an 18 go? Oh God. Yeah, that's not good. Okay, give me give me a strength saving throw. Let's see if you're able to hold on to to Frosty at the moment. 23. Wow, crit. And a crit. Not, not yeah. only do you stand your ground, you advance a little bit in the process of all of this. <laughs> like, all of the hands, like, you grab one hand, and you're like Shadow of the Colossus. Like, you go from one side of the giant to the other, holding onto its hand, and yes. you just use that to climb up a little bit more. I've got my arrows, thanks to Airwolf. That is yeah. very excellent. And it's uh, all the parkour yeah. practice. One thing you will start to notice is there is a rumbling in like the the main body of this frosty and chunks of it begin to fall off like huge globules of it basically and they start dropping to the ground and after they land you it kind of just looks like a big mound of snow until that that mound of snow begins to kind of move about and actually sort of walks around and and gains a a sort of physical body of its own uh, I want to drop an image for you here. I do not like that. I want to drop an image for you here. I wonder how much skin these guys will have. Oh, thank God. Not any. Oh, never mind. They're all skin. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say. Okay, I was wondering if they have little hats, but they don't. No, they don't have little hats. 
but they are, uh, these are not gigantic creatures. Uh, they are about humanoid size, but would you guys like to describe what these things look like? I, I would love to. Uh, they actually kind of got like a Christmas tree shape to them. They're kind of lumpy, mm-hmm. uh, a little, little bit like uh, conical. Um, if you've ever seen a Kezu from Monster Hunter, those like penisy foreskin looking guys, uh, it's that. Uh, that's what they look like. That's how I was going to describe it. It looks like someone took a penis and then basically just stretched out the bottom and then added hands, uh, arms and oh, legs. No. We're not getting it. we're not getting a sponsorship by penises here. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure we've talked about this so much in this episode? Uh, well, I think the smart thing would go for like a bad dragon sponsorship at this point. Mm. OK. Yeah, this could be a bad dragon. Yeah. Um. So there's no eyes. I don't. I don't think anyone said that. There's no eyes. There's no they, nose. They got kind of jacked forearms. Yeah, super jacked. They're very muscular. These are what I find if you search for D and D snow golems, and I was very tickled by these guys. And there are now a bunch of these guys that are headed in towards Global Glutter Slumps toy dumpster factory which is devoid of people yes right now aside from the employees they're forced to be there i don't consider them people and they're just working they're still working (laughs) they want to get paid they better keep working (laughs) i feel like their time could be better used to doing something else uh incorrect (laughs) we 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 obviously can't talk because i'm i'm hundreds of feet away right yeah. Yeah. No, you do you. Okay. Like was jo- that his it's attack? Like, it's like JoJo. You can do all that. Yeah. The attack was to try to uh, swat you away, and yeah. then uh, I'm used, annoying. The blade a, of grass is annoying. It used essentially a legendary action to summon these these snow golems. Okay. I I do not like how many are. It doesn't matter. Right now, Please. it looks like there are dozens down there, and Jesus. In comparison to Frosty himself. Uh, did not actually look like it was that much of his body that was lost creating all these. Okay, well, I want to, is there, can I do anything to figure out how he's doing that or how we could stop it? My idea was I was going to keep climbing up there and I've got, at level three, a rogue gets fast hands. And so I can use a bonus action to, you know, I'm thinking this, this, like, uh, Gorbel tried to knock the hat. The hat's not going to budge. So there's something. We need to do something about the hat. Um, and I was going to try to treat it like a trap or a lock. And maybe see uh, if you, there's... You could absolutely get to the top there and try to finagle with the hat and give it a little bit more of a lift and push. Yeah. The way you said that sounded kind of like, that's a cute idea. No. I'm, <laughs> well, yeah, because you're going to be close to the teeth. <laughs> and the wrinkles. Uh... He, oh, he, those wrinkles are damp. They're definitely damp. <laughs> Very moist wrinkles, yeah. All right, that's what, well, yeah, I'm, I'm into that, and I'm also into eye gouging. So first I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep trying to, poor, to look at the- Poor sweet Frosty's eyes! <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're very, they're, they're pointed down, that's where all the wrinkles come from. So I really need to I need to be done with them. I need to get okay. rid of those eyes. Okay. Okay. Um, and I'm also trying to get that nose. So whatever I can do, you know, I've got my sharp pointy things. Uh, I'm trying to stay behind him. His little stick arm's got nothing on me. Yeah, you could try to essentially deface this creature if that's what you're trying to go for. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't like his face. Yeah, like I want to blind him. I want to cut off his nose. I want to rip out his teeth. <laughs> 
The teeth could make great earrings. So I'm just yes. trying to accessorize myself. <laughs> okay, let's do it. I'm going to roll. Well, yeah, so the the doing the trying to un- so I'm I'm still climbing. I don't know. I don't need to do acrobatics for that, right? No. Uh thanks to to Brennan's uh arrow or rather Airwolf's arrow, mm-hmm. you were able to get up and you also crit earlier, so you you were able to to move up without having to spend a, an action to move. Okay. So I don't think I do I need to roll anything for that action to try to figure out the You don't need to roll anything. All all that was kind of happened through through your own natural parkourness. Um, for me, like as he's kind of thrashing around and all of the snow golems are dripping off of him on the ground, um, I guess I'm both dodging those and hanging on as I'm slowly climbing forward and I'm on this hat now, uh, or I'm not on the hat, but maybe I'm trying to see if I can, if it can be kicked off or I can cut it off. Uh, I think you might find it easier. Give me actually instead of attacking, try a slight. Yeah, of hand. yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Because you think that just like trying to rip into it, you think might take too long. Sixteen. 16's good. Uh, sixteen is very good. Uh, you 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 find that you're able to kind of catch some of your weapons underneath the hat in the snow. And you can kind of make like a, a, a makeshift kind of like crowbar out of it and get a little bit of leverage. But this hat seems just ridiculously huge. Like this is clearly not the hat that the little kid put on it initially. It seems like maybe as the snowman grew, the hat has grown alongside of it. So it's difficult for you to like push it, but you're slowly getting it there. You think that if, if you get a little more help on it, you might be able to push this thing and start it kind of getting it moving. And at that point, it's so big that even just a little movement might almost kind of make it avalanche itself off the head where it would just start moving and just roll off from that. Okay. So that's not- so so consider this two successes to 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 knock the hat off. Okay. So it sounds like what you're saying is I'm going to need some help. I see this and I'm like I need someone up here with me. Uh, well, you've already gotten a little bit of movement from, from Glorbo himself. Okay. So you think potentially with a little more help, maybe with one more aimed shot and your your dagger's kind of being a guide, you might be able to have it happen. Okay. Uh, well, unfortunately, there are snow monsters advancing on my place. Oh, my God. So this is going to take up a large portion <laughs> of my attention now. Uh, so I, I'm going to do two things here. One, I'm going to use a, a bonus action to make my cannon... Uh, use a horrible feet and jump off the roof to get to the ground in front of my factory. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to have it activate its flamethrower and just spread a cone of fire to keep these ruffians away from my place of business. Uh, quick question. What's the range on that flamethrower? Uh, 15 feet. If anything gets in front of me, in front of my goddamn house, it's burning down. And... Just to know, how far away is the snowman from the building? Uh, pretty close now, but your your uh, your oars stopped him before he would get directly there. So your 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 polar bear is not in range of this fire. Okay, I, yeah, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't having barbecue bear after this fight. No, absolutely not. We we do not support bear violence here. Although I think Gorbel probably doesn't care, so you want to keep an eye on that. That's why I ask, because I know he doesn't. There it is. These little guys got a little bit of dexterity to them. Not a lot, but a little bit. 
Uh, I think that fills. What's the? I haven't done this in a while. What's the uh, stuff for that? It's, uh, so I I rolled a thirteen, and your spell save I believe would be eight plus proficiency plus intelligence. All right, that's. Let me do some basic math here real quick. <sighs> Fourteen. Fourteen. All right, so that's a failure. So yeah, you you are going to incinerate these things. Describe to me what happens here. Uh, well, the horrible mouth uh, opens up and says, uh, uh, Thank you for shopping at Gorbo's. And it just starts sweeping fire out from its uh, mouth. And this this fire does not smell good. It, he's burning some bad chemicals uh, for this. No fuel for this fire. No. <laughs> I, I also have to question, why does it say thank you for shopping? Are these normally the things that greet people or like, say goodbye to people when well, they leave? He, he's also selling guns to children, oh. as you, you got to remember. <laughs> he sells these to people. You gotta okay. diversify your marketing. Uh, and for that, since that was the bonus action, I'm going to take my standard. I'm going to take my gun staff, uh, aim it at Frosty's head, and uh, cast Scorching Ray. Uh, okay. Uh, trying to hit him in the face, and this is important. I do not want to damage the hat. I need that <laughs> hat. Okay. So you're not aiming for the hat. I'm aiming for his head. Okay, uh, what do I need to roll for that? Uh, I have to roll uh, to hit, I believe, first. Okay. So roll 1d20, plus that's, uh, I believe, plus 6. That sounds about right. 1, 2, 3. So I got a 23, an 8, and a 22. The uh, 23 and the 22 absolutely hit. So that's a three and a nine, and because I'm using my gun, I get to tack more damage onto that, which would be one d eight. And I'm going to use my fury of the small because I'm a shitty little goblin uh, to add <laughs> six more damage onto that. Okay, so that's going to be a grand total of. Let me think here. Math, math, math. Uh, that'd be 12 fire damage plus uh, nine extra damage. That is going to be quite a lot of damage. Fire does seem to hurt this thing. So you're seeing the frosty kind of recoil and like move away from the fire. Uh, but because you did not aim at the hat, the hat does not budge. Uh, the, the face is melting a little bit, but it looks like it's going to hold still for a little bit. So... I will actually help out in killing this thing, unlike Glorbowl. I need to protect my business assets. Uh, and I will aim for the hat with my two attacks, which I actually forgot I get a plus two to because of my archery uh, proficiency. Ooh. So this will actually... Very fancy. Yes. So slash roll 1d20 plus eight now. Haha. So first attack. Crit! Ooh. And the second attack, 25. Uh, well, the 25 misses because the first one was too good. Uh, no, those will both hit. Ah, oh, damn it, I wanted both to hit. <laughs> they do was... both hit. Well, you, you tell me what happens. Okay, so <laughs> for anyone that's seen uh, the end of DMC4, uh, he's basically doing what Dante did when shooting Yamato into the Savior. And he's hit, so the first arrow hits, and then the second arrow hits exactly where that one did, and pushes that arrow further in, 
knocking the hat off. All right, yeah, the hat oh, hell yeah. will fly off of this frosty creature, and it has this moment of confusion, like, Arr! like it, it doesn't really know. I don't know why it sounded like Tim Allen, <laughs> but it's like, Arr! and uh, in that moment, you see it start to like kind of fall apart, almost as if like everything that was holding it together is sort of just breaking. These seams that you can't see are just ripping apart, and it begins to fall apart onto the ground in these gigantic clumps of snow. Uh, now, this is the important thing. Uh, I'm going to need uh, dexterity saving throws from everybody here to not be crushed to death by this avalanche of snow. I got a 16. I got an 11. And I'm kind of riding the... Uh, 15. Riding the wave of the snow, I guess. All right, so everybody but Glorbo passes. Bury me with my money! <laughs> Sucks to suck. So, Glorbo, you're going to take 34 damage. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, wait, we forgot about someone. Uh, what's the deck saving throw for a polar bear? Uh, oh, that bear's dead. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be just a natural plus zero. <laughs> okay. 1d20. 11. Um, Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah, that's what I rolled. Unfortunately, Ors will be taking the full damage as well. A, a, a polar bear does have more health points than that, so it will not knock out. Oh, okay, uh, Ors. Uh, so you can take thirty-four damage if you failed, and then half if you succeeded, as it is very difficult to avoid just this this complete barrage of just clumps of snow landing everywhere. I had a solid thirty-three hit points. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, Glorbo's dying. Oh, whatever shall we do? Uh, my employees better do something or else they're not getting paid. You've got to have it a power of attorney or something. Do you think I'm paying them if I'm dead? No, they'll like just I said, no, they'll I'm just raid your safe. I'm being buried with well, my money. So this is a weirdly deep moral question. Do you, the other players, save Glorbo's life? Uh, I'm gonna save the polar bear. <laughs> we both we both I was, go for the polar I was gonna bear. Say, I, I would suggest you do it, if only because I thought of something really funny to do. Ariel is more concerned currently about first ores and second his goddamn corn cob pipe that he called dibs on. Sure, there is a gigantic corn cob pipe three times your size <laughs> laying in the snow right now. I'm asking the question: Does anybody check on Glorbo? Uh, not right now. Yeah, does he does he say anything kind of convincing that pulls the heartstrings in the in the last five seconds before he gets buried? Uh, let me think here. I'll always regret not making more money. <laughs> See, if you had just stopped, I would always regret. Then I would have been like, "Oh no, he's turning a new leaf." There's more to Gorble than... Well, see, here's the thing. You don't know if that, there's a dot, dot, dot there, and it's to give back to the community. Aww. But she doesn't know that. Mm. <laughs> oh, dear. All right, so... Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, but if I... So, you did I hear you correctly when you were saying that we took half damage? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so Glorbo was doing some good stuff with his weird feet and his flamethrower. So I feel like we still need him to defeat all of these snow golem. Well, the snow, the snow golems and everything have kind of been crushed by the mounds of snow. Mm -hmm. uh, so right now, this is sort of just 
the avalanche has ended and everything is quiet and still and everybody's kind of recovering from it. You have found that, you know, Ollie and Airwolf and Ors are fine. You have heard nothing of Glorbo. Okay. I've got short solidarity in my heart. Okay. So despite his terrible last words, I want to try to go help him. Okay. Give me a medicine check. I got negative two. Okay. Fourteen. Yeah, you are able you're able to actually stabilize him. Glorbo is uh very injured, but not dead. He will not die today. Okay. I'm gonna give you fifty percent of this great business venture I just thought of. <laughs> I I am not convinced that that's helpful, but I do like kick him over so that he's laying on his back. <laughs> uh Gorbo oh, am I unconscious still or you're, no, you're conscious now. You're just uh, considered it to be at one hit point, essentially, for all intents and purposes. So you are you are in a rough sh- rough shape. <laughs> I'm curious about the the venture business venture though. All right, c- come with me. I gotta get into the factory real quick. I have an idea. <laughs> okay, I'll bite. Uh, Gorbo's gonna run into the factory, and um, he's gonna get some of like the. The uh, like uh, cardboard like uh, tubing that they'd use for the uh, uh, that the uh, wrapping paper would be on. He's just gonna grab handfuls of that, and uh, he's going to find uh, and like a a, t- a paint uh, some paint and a brush. He's gonna run out to any merchant stand he can find uh, currently that's not been completely destroyed, or if need be, he'll just uh, stick up uh, uh, like two sticks in the ground and drape some wrapping paper around it and write over it uh ice cream uh, uh frosty the snowman snow cones for sale uh five gold each <laughs> and he's gonna run over to Arwolf and go i need i need some of those cola cans right now <laughs> i want 25 percent mm, 20 25 23 25 24, that's my final offer. 25, and that's my final offer, because I know you can't do this without me. Oh, you think I can't just sell snow cones and call them magic? <laughs> I'm guessing they won't sell pretty well, considering any aer- aerial gestures to the snow everywhere around. Fine, I'll give them 25%. I'm feeling generous. <laughs> and Lil Whiskers gets to get free snow cones for life. Uh, who didn't say anything about that? And he'll get free frosty snow cones, one per day per customer. Oh god, they're frosties! <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so magical frosty snow cones. <laughs> Does his dad at least get off for the holiday festival? <laughs> who do you think's working the stand? <laughs> okay, okay, let him work. <laughs> but at least he gets to share a snow cone with his son. Uh, so not to tear can away. Can I rebury him? <laughs> yes, you can. Uh, so not to tear away from this beautiful moment of uh, cold corporate enterprise. Uh, <laughs> but you find the ground is moving now. This this gigantic mound of snow that has kind of covered the entire area is beginning to move, and you find that in the ground or from the ground rather. These snow golems that you saw before are beginning to come to life in what can only be described as waves. Our new business venture. No, 
<laughs> That's product leaving the door. <laughs> can we? Can you sell them fast enough that they get eaten? <laughs> Wait, actually, that's an idea. What if we just covered them in uh, cola and let uh, the polar bear loose? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that would not be a bad idea, with the exception that there are thousands of these things slowly forming out of the ground. Uh, Is the hat still gigantic? Uh, Yes, it is currently laying in this pile of snow. Um... Well, I know a little bit about magic. Uh, clearly, it's tied to the, the magic of this hat. I want to see if maybe I can try to take over the hat and uh, oh force God. subservience on them, potentially, <laughs> as workers. He's going to try to put on the hat? Uh, I'll at least try to activate it. I, I mean, I can put my head under it, but that's not going to do much. He wants automatons so he doesn't have to pay. <laughs> it's the only thing you've really been missing in life. Oh! Oh! Wait! Wait! A minute. That's I, that is the perfect Christmas gift. I, for I him. have a I have a spell for this actually. Okay. Uh, let me let me see what, how it works for this. I have a uh, enlarge and reduce. Okay. Oh. Okay. Uh, I am going to reduce the size of that. <laughs> so that it fits your little head. I don't think it reduces it <laughs> quite that much, but all right. <laughs> If we, if we all try to wear it at the same time, we could use the power of friendship and corporate enterprise to save the day. Power of friendship and corporate enterprise. Uh, sure. You know what? You have, if, if you guys together as friends decide you want to shrink this hat and try to wear it all at once <laughs> and see if there's a little holiday magic left in it. Yeah, is this like when uh, siblings get in trouble? You've seen them all have to like wear the timeout shirt together or something. Yeah, it's like, like the timeout sweater. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, it's exactly it. <laughs> that's that's my plan. <laughs> I'm to it. Is everyone going along with this plan? There's a terrible army swarming around us, and yeah, are we all going to have control over it? This is this is weird. <laughs> I don't see many other options here right now. I feel like your factory is full of flammable ca- chemicals, <laughs> and you have a flamethrower, sir. Don't you dare. We're doing this first. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta believe in Christmas magic. I'm really torn, because on one hand, I love the idea of friendship and corporate enterprise saving the day, but on the other hand, I also really love the idea of burning down the Dance corporate factory. enterprise. <laughs> I say we put the hat on oars. That's the I mean, only I thing I'm going to agree to. I think you also have to be in this, this four-man hat situation. Oh, okay. Okay. If oars is in the hat, well, oh, yeah, I'm just a curious person. Hat, I, I have to. I'm I, I don't think he should be alone. I, that's too much power for one heavily addicted <laughs> animal. All right. You guys are going to try this? Yep. Yes. We're putting the hat on. I need charisma saving throws from everybody. This was a bad idea. Uh, natural 20, 21. Uh, modified 20. Uh, so you guys put on this hat, and you don't know exactly what you're supposed to feel. Uh, you just think, all right, if we put this on, maybe we can control all these snowmen. And you put it on. And I think you have to almost kind of imagine the Christmas spirit because you're trying to channeling all of your your feelings together. You're trying to capture this holiday mood, basically. 
Are we holding um, hands? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You're holding hands, right? Thank you. Yes. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. <laughs> um, and as a result of this, you, you guys have this moment of, of clarity together. But when you open your eyes, you find this this horde of snowmen are still just marching down towards the factory. And it seems as if there's no magic left at all in that old hat. Oh, no. So we're just standing in a circle, holding hands, eyes closed. Yeah, this is going to be like that scene in Fairy Tale where a dragon shows up and blows you up afterwards. No. I was going to say, do we hear Apocalypse Dragon <laughs> off in the distance? <laughs> no, but you all find a present at each of your feet with a tag on it that says, from Mr. Winter. Oh, we're going PC now, huh? Taking the Christmas out of, er, taking Santa Claus out of Christmas. <laughs> He's Mr. Winter. He's non-denominational. So look, when I ran my Christmas watch, I called him Old Man Presents. <laughs> Old Man Presents is his name now. <laughs> I, I opened my gift from Mr. Winter slash Old Man Presents. Glorbo, what do you want for Christmas? To always save my factory. <laughs> What's in your present? Um, you tell me. I am giving you each carte blanche to tell me what is inside your holiday present. Let, let, let someone else go first while I think of what this should be. Well, obviously I said that I used to be Frosty's friend, which was clearly a lie because this is a golem. <laughs> you might so have I, been friends I... with him. <laughs> You know, you were very brief friends before he went on his murderous rampage. Yeah, you were yeah. close. <laughs> with, with the inanimate snowman. I am clearly a very lonely person. That's why I felt uh, such kinship with little whiskers. I really just want a friend. But I really hope that you don't have one in this box. You tell me, what what, what could be a friend in a box? <laughs> if you want, there could be an ancient red dragon in this box who's now your best friend. <laughs> Oh, a tiny dragon? Sure. It doesn't have to be tiny. Consider all the laws of physics broken for the sake of this. You basically are opening up a present that gives you the ability to wish whatever you want into an existence. Let's see. I'm going to say that... <laughs> Never mind. What I was going to say was really creepy. No, I want to hear it now. You can't start with that and then not <laughs> you, you say You can't say that. I was going to have a just a miniature version of Glorbal and Airwolf and Ors. That's kind of sweet. You have like like, like figures the, of us. Like figures of them or are these yeah, just like but, more miniaturized <laughs> but sentient beings? What is the Voodoo dolls, What is actually. the when they're in the cupboard? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> the, that, the Indian in the cupboard story? <laughs> oh yeah. The no longer PC oh, name story? Oh no, I don't like this at all. You have, like, little miniaturized <laughs> versions of them, but they still have, like, sentience and so No, Laurel is much nicer, and Airwolf is much cooler, okay. and Ors, uh... <laughs> Ors does Ors, horrible addiction. Yeah, Ors drinks water, or, or, like, fruit juice or something. No, uh, Ors drinks LaCroix, that just, like, sparkling water. Also, if this is Indian in the cupboard logic... 
uh, if they're moving around, that means Glorble and I are frozen as pl- like as if like plastic. No, I think these are just horrible clones. <laughs> no, I prefer the idea that she's frozen. I like the idea she's frozen the bigger versions of us in time and space for forevermore. <laughs> Airwolf, what's in your present? Uh, I have tiny friends. Airwolf Air doesn't know what's in his present because he hasn't opened it. It's all oh, you have twelve. It's not Christmas for 12 more days. He can't open it before then. Oh my god. Is he lawful good? Right? What was that? Hit lawful good. No, he's not lawful good, but you don't open your Christmas presents before Christmas. That's that's Jesus the rule. Christ. Even even thieves and it's scoundrels the, abide by that Brennan, rule. It is the Mister. Uh, it's old man presents winter festival. It's not Christmas. My Jesus. little airwolf doesn't act like this. Either way, it's not the twenty fifth of December. Therefore, that pleasure is remaining closed. Okay, <laughs> airwolf, global. You have to save everybody. Okay, uh, so I. Glorbo picks up his present. Uh, it's the the present isn't as uh, neatly wrapped or nice as uh, everyone else's. It's it's kind of old and ratty. Uh, looks like something that might have been like put together out of a refuse that you might find on the street. And uh, Glorbo opens it and looks inside, and he sees uh, a small little uh, wooden to- uh, doll uh, that seems to have been cobbled out of. Uh, uh, trash uh, that again that you might find on the street, and he goes, "I, I had one of these when I was little." Trash, and he picks up and throws it over his shoulder <laughs> and uh, pulls a battle mech out of <laughs> the box. I gotta go save my factory. I thought you were gonna call it Rosebud. <laughs> oh my he god! Gets the battle mech to go kill him. <laughs> All these goddamn snowmen ruining his factory. Yes, you absolutely can do that. Oh no. Now the big question, what weapons does your mech have? Uh, so uh, each of its, uh, it, it has uh, one regular like uh, hand uh, that's holding uh, uh, a, uh, an axe. And at the end of the axe is just a giant circular saw blade with a bunch of random other attachments to it, just spinning and whirring. And the other one is, of course, uh, a facsimile of his face once again, opened wide as a cannon, uh, with six barrels inside of it, just rotating as it fires into uh, all of these snowmen as he's swinging around, crushing these uh, horrific little uh, penis monsters. Uh, okay. <laughs> Just to be clear, so the buzzsaw has, like, other trash attached to it? Like, other chainsaws attached to it? <laughs> it's, uh, it's an anime weapon. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, it's it's very over-the-top and terrible. And it can change at any moment. Explain to me, then, the three of you, how you save the holidays with your new presents. From wait, 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 wait. Does Oris pres- not get a present? Yeah, of course he does. I- I'm okay. sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. There's still one more present for us to talk about. Oris, what is your gift? Genocide against the seals. I mean, I think we all know what Oris would really want for Christmas. Just a syringe full of syrup? Uh, I was going to say an ever-revealing flask of Coca-Cola. <laughs> I love the idea. It doesn't even always felt like he just wanted a Coca-Cola, so it's just a can in a box. <laughs> 
Like he was coming down from a sugar high. He expended a lot of energy. He, he just wanted a Coke, man. You know, after a long, hard day, you just need a Coke to unwind. I don't want to see the Skinner box that would be him with a ever-filling glass. Because at that point, he's just tilting his head back and drinking for 24 hours a day. Does he... Um. Okay, so while everyone's distracted looking at Orr's open his box, because it's very cute and he's 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 got such pure joy, and we can all see it. Um, I want to roll slide of hand. I want to see what's in Airwolf's box. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay yes uh g- give me give me a sleight of hand check i got an 11 uh so you reach out to grab the uh-huh. gift because I-, I imagine airwolf you're you're very entertained by uh by ors opening his gift this is this is this it's very therapeutic for you right yeah but he's also very protective of his gift of his own gift okay <laughs> I just want to slice that. So I'll, I'll I'll see if, but we'll see if he notices. Uh, this would be perception. Ooh. <laughs> well, you don't notice it. So you're you're reaching over there, Ollie, to to open the present, and as your hand gets close, you see like another hand get close to it, a hand that's like covered in a mitten, and when you look up, you see this imposing figure with a white beard who just says. Oh, he doesn't want to open it yet. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Winter's a cop. (laughs) Santa's a narc. Fuck this. I just go back to my friends. My real friends. Uh, The mech is gold-plated, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So... At this point, Glorbo, I believe, has thoroughly murdered his way through all of the the snow golems and put an end to the killer Frosty Menace once and for all. Uh, what does what do you all do then? Uh, Glorbo's thinking about going into the mercenary business, maybe, <laughs> maybe infringing upon the rights of a smaller, less powerful country. <laughs> Oh no, I hate it so much. There's headlines, there's pictures in the newspaper of Mayor Richmond and and Glorville shaking hands. Uh, but first, Glorville does have to uh, make sure his factory is okay and that his workers aren't dead or else he's going to have to hire new ones. Hey, Glorville opens up his first one-man PMC. <laughs> the, you, you can go inside your factory and it is completely empty except for one guy who is still working the the construction line, and it's none other than Mister Absent himself. That's a that's a good man there, Mister Absent. You're a hard worker. I appreciate that. Thanks. I work extra hard so I can be with my son during the holidays. Hopefully, I notice he doesn't have an accent. <laughs> nope. It's just an affectation of little whiskers. Or maybe he had to erase his uh, his accent for Global to hire him. Yeah, who wasn't having any of that in his business place? Bad for sales. Did I mention my figurines oh. are little voodoo dolls as well? I, I oh, did no. bring up that, that option. Uh, <laughs> Global strokes his chin and says, Tell you what. I'll hire your child for double what I normally pay so you can spend the holidays with him every year. We work side by side. Oh, man. 
This is the darkest holiday special. <laughs> Did you expect anything else? Yeah, we said extremely unpleasant, but I didn't realize you meant emotionally. <laughs> but for now, here's a snow cone. Take it to your kid or whatever. Well, thanks. Thank you so much, Mr. Glittersump. You're the you're the best. I don't care what anybody says about you. Even what the even what OSHA says. Remember to vote for me in the upcoming election. <laughs> what election? I'm gonna take the mayor out. I don't think he can stop me. I have a mech. He's gonna have to change his name. Would you like some help with that hunt? Like I said, I got an ivory trader out out west. Real good guy. Fair deal. We're all. We're all bad. <laughs> Everybody's bad. People. Chris, is this uh, is this you're taking out your bitterness? Austin showed me the Giants game today. I I mean I heard, I heard it wasn't great. I didn't really watch it though. I, okay. I lost I lost a lot of my soul years back. So yeah, you know, I was thinking maybe this is an expression of all of that. You've channeled all of that pain and suffering into this one shot. Did did not expect it to go this way. Thought it'd be a real feel good story. <laughs> There were good think, moments in there. I didn't think someone could make a villain worse than a guy whose name is Mayor Richmond, who only wants Frosty dead so he can. He's the he's the mayor from Jaws. Uh, what can I say? No, my audience. Well, does, does anyone have anything they would like to wrap up this holiday special? It sounded like uh, Airwolf was proposing the team gather together for another adventure. I mean, it's not much of an adventure. It's more just down the street. <laughs> it's just killing them outright. It's silly. Now, to be honest, I feel like uh, this is just the start of darkness for the ne- for the next uh, Christmas one shot where Glorbo is the villain. I was gonna say this is our this is a villain orange uh, orange origin story. This whole time, I've got the I've got the nameplate. Um, I don't need that. It's weighing me down. <laughs> it's only evidence for what's about to happen. He's going to need it Um, if he's going to take over. Uh, I still want to – I still need my trophy. I'm going to carve off a couple pieces of that carrot and make little earrings out of it. That's my trophy. You absolutely can do that. Thank you. You absolutely can do that. They look wonderful. Thank you. I just kind (laughs) of shake them around. I really have the Christmas spirit now that I have friends. This is where the camera pans out, and this all took place in like a snow globe or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, on a no. snowflake. No, I, you know, I feel like it would only be appropriate to spend this misery to Austin. So this takes place somewhere between seasons four and five. You guys tell us where it happens. <laughs> and I point to the camera. <laughs> That's the painful capitalist season, right? Uh, so wait, this is canon to dice fuck, is what you're saying. <laughs> this all happened. <laughs> yeah, who can tell me no? No. <laughs>